0: Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of the Dark Art Society podcast. My name is Chet Czar. I am your host. Today I interview an incredible sculptor from Ukraine named Sad and Vague. You may have seen his work online. Again, I have another genius on the show. I I can't help it. If I keep interviewing geniuses for the show, it just happens. This dude's a genius. I see his work and I'm just like, ah, kills me. It's so good. So amazing. Anyway, I had a great conversation with him. So that's what's coming up. Uh, I'm nothing new to report in my life. Just... Trying to play catch up with everything As usual Got a ton of um, Really I know I've been saying this every episode The book is really getting close to being done I mean it It's I've been saying um, This all along Because it's true It's like every time I say that It's because more work has been done on the dystopia book But um, Made some It just shows Goes to show how much How much work it is uh, but we have made a, another milestone. Almost all the text is completely um, finally edited, and and some things added. And oh god, it's close, it's close. Anyway, that's good news. Um, get my second shot next week, I think, which is great. Not that I'm going anywhere, but uh. Yeah. Oh, I've got a solo show at Copro in the fall, too, and I have to start thinking about that. So, you know, especially interviewing all these amazing artists on the podcast has really made me feel like I need to step it up. Step it up. Step up my game. I really want to do something, uh, I don't know, something to to move myself further along my artistic path. So we'll see what comes of this show. Hopefully I can pull that off. Um, let's see new subscribers. Oops, I didn't pull the new subscribers list up before I came on here. Did I? No, I didn't. Now I have to log out of my personal Patreon account and log into the Dark Arts site account. So if you want to join, if you want to join my personal patreon account this is where i'm posting all of my progress shots you can join for a dollar a month at patreon.com slash it's been a life-changing thing for me to have this and uh uh if you feel like supporting me that's the best place the best and cheapest way to do it really um if you want to be part of the dark art society podcast patreon and help support the podcast it's super cheap. You you know, again, you can join for as little as a dollar a month, which is like 25 cents a week, which is like $12 a year, which is just barely anything. So, um, and it's all appreciated greatly. It goes to make this podcast happen. Okay. New subscribers. I think we left off with Jen's from art scum. Okay. We've got two new subscribers, Kermit Marmanda Thank you, Kermit. And Mark. Bam. 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 B-E-H-M. Bam. Right? Thank you, Mark. Thank you, Kermit. Thank you, everybody who supports the podcast. I would not be able to do it without your support. That's for damn sure. So you are making this thing happen uh if you join you can get into the the uh members section of the darkartsociety.com you get in the the facebook group the secret private facebook group that's really great and um there's uh i mean friends friends are being made in there couples are happening in there i mean it's really an amazing community going on there so if you're feeling like you need a sense of community The the Dark Art Society Patreon is the place to go Uh, let's see I think that is all Before we get into the interview Um, yeah, nothing exciting to report Uh, okay, let's do the Synesthesia Word of the Week Synesthesia Word of the Week Or let's do a name Um For those of you who don't know, I have synesthesia, and certain words and names have flavors to me. It's dumb. It's the most useless talent I have. Uh, Look up synesthesia, though. It's fascinating. It's like a cross-wiring of the brain um, where one stimulus will, will trigger a weird sense that it shouldn't trigger. Um, people have it in all kinds of different ways. Anyway, let's go with Paul because Paul Komoda mentioned. He's, you know, a friend of mine. He's a, another genius, a genius. I said it. He is truly a genius. There's been so many geniuses on this show. Anyway, Paul, Paul is a strong one for me. Now, Paul tastes like a lemon lollipop it's strong it's a very strong one so uh that's it that's the synesthesia word of the week paul okay you don't want to hear my bullshit you want to hear my interview with Saden. so let's get on with it Sadden vague thanks for listening and i hope you enjoy it Go, hey Saturn, how are you doing? Hey, hey, hey.
1: Uh, yep. Yeah, uh, so uh, I'm drinking.
0: You are drinking? <clears throat> a bit. <laughs> okay. A little bit. That's okay. A little bit loosen you up. Um, yeah. Uh, we had some tec- technical difficulties, but luckily we we got them figured out. Um, been wanting to have you on the podcast for a long time because. You know, I, I, I tend to use, I've, I use the word genius a lot, but it's because I've realized I have a lot of fucking geniuses on this show. And I really consider you a genius. Like your, your design, your creature design is really, really brilliant. Like I see your stuff and I'm like, uh, jealous envious of your talent is seriously it's amazing 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 shit so i love it i really think you're doing stuff that nobody else is doing
1: <clears throat> uh you know uh i'm from generation that was like growing up on your stuff
2: <laughs> so <laughs> it's
1: kind of strange uh, to hear such things from you because you know I, I know your your art I didn't know that it was yours
2: mm-hmm.
1: like I just find out that uh, you was a person behind that <clears throat> great tool uh, videos mm-hmm. um, but yeah I watched that videos uh, like probably 15 years ago. Oh, cool. For the first time. And uh, funny thing that uh, like first ever time that I heard about Tool, uh, it was a guy, my friend, who just explained me about the video. It's like, you know, there was uh, several guys and they were like circling around, and they was like blowing some black thing, and then there was an apple, and there was a seven angled uh, star, and I was just imagined that. And then uh, a few years later, I finally watched the video. Uh, yes, yeah, so it was. You know, uh, I can, I can surely consider consider you as my one of my inspiration back wow. days.
0: That's amazing. That's for sure.
1: And still, and still, you know.
0: Wow, that's that's amazing. That's amazing to me. That's amazing. To me, that's amazing. And I- uh,
1: one more thing that I can say for sure that I highly mm. regret. That you're not sculpture
0: oh did I'm not I love
1: these days
0: yeah, yeah I I you know you know I don't know if you know my history but I sculpted for you know 20 years in the film yes. industry and I I, I believe me I, I've got I'm dying to get do more sculpture I have the dream of I want to do a sculpture all sculpture show one day you know a solo show I just haven't had the time to do it so I'm like I've just gotten myself in a spot for god the last you know especially the last five years where i have to do all this commission i have to finish a bunch of stuff i started that i owe people commissions and this book i'm working on and so i'm trying to get everything cleared and i'm chipping away at it so that i can do things like a sculpture show and get back into zbrush you know because it's like i was doing digital stuff as well i was into that like 90 when? late 90s 98 99 I, I did a bunch of animations for tool show and stuff like looping cg animations and so I was into yeah. it I was way into I it I so
1: missed this part because I didn't know that you worked in the cg as well
0: Yeah I was I, for a few years there I was just like completely obsessed with it it's all I did and um Ended up doing a bunch of live animation loops for tools video or tools live shows, and then uh, put it out on DVD. I like made my own DVD, and just it was so much work. I just was like, oh, I gotta step back from computers for a bit. And then I started painting, and then I just kept painting, and I never got back to the digital. I mean, I, I use it still. To uh,
1: did you work on some animation for tool with eyes?
0: Yeah. Yeah, I did some, yeah, I did one where it's like a spiraling thing of, there's like an eye in the center and then these like spiky spirally things and I did this one thing with these weird like, they almost look like trees that have eyes traveling up them. I did a bunch of, a whole bunch of stuff.
1: <laughs> because you know the funny thing is that I have a tattoo on my left arm, mm-hmm. <clears throat> like with a bunch of eyes. And it was a funny thing when I came to my friend, and she is a tattooer, mm-hmm. and and she is a big fan of uh, minor stuff. Mm-hmm. She's a fan of tool and uh, uh, a, a perfect circle. Yeah, and. Uh, we just covered up some of my old shit, and then we started to think about uh, some new stuff on my arm. Mm-hmm. And as she used to do, she uh, turned on tool. Mm-hmm. And since I know uh, the visuals of Tool, you know, all this psychedelic stuff with eyes, I was like, oh, okay, let's just make a bunch of eyes on my arm. (laughs) She's like, "Uh, okay. And she did a quick sketch on my arm. And now, yeah, I have a bunch of eyes on my left arm (laughs) just because... (laughs) That evening we were listening to Tool.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, that's cool. That I mean, you know, the 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 guy who Cam DeLeon, the guy who used to do a lot of artwork for them before I came along. He did that famous cover with the eye. It's like you could see part of the iris on the top of the white yeah, and yeah, then yeah. on the bottom. I didn't do that, but I did, you know, I did some eye no,
2: my I, I, I,
1: eyes on my arm is also not, but with, without that, right? <laughs> just bunch of eyes because you know they didn't follow the exact composition,
0: right? It just right.
1: Follow the idea of bunch of eyes.
0: Yes. Yeah, so. Well, it's a small world. It's a small world. Yeah. That's a. It's an honor to me. You know, that's an honor to me. That. Uh, uh, yeah, that that uh he you're you're into my stuff. So, um Yeah, uh <laughs>
1: you Definitely, just, you know, as far as I remember, uh when I was like because you know, uh uh you know uh Stan? Yeah. Stan mm-hmm. Dark Art. Yep. So, uh, he's from Ukraine as well. mm mm-hmm. Mhm and uh our uh, like internet things in the uh, 2000s uh, were not really developed hmm. and usually like uh, some stuff connected to art was on CDs mm-hmm. and, and as far as i remember i'm not sure but as far as I remember, on w- one of the pirate CD with like uh, fantasy surreal art was a folder uh, with your stuff.
0: But oh, I'm wow. not sure. Oh, wow. That's cool.
1: <laughs> I'm pretty sure there was a Brom. Uh-huh. And, and there was... Uh, Oh, let me remember the name who did this.
0: Well, Brahma, I've I've had Brahma on the podcast at this point too, which and he was like yeah, a huge he's he a was, he's a he big was, influence on me. He, so, uh,
1: Boris Vallejo, Vallejo.
0: Oh yeah, I'm Boris sure. Boris Vallejo. Yeah, yep.
1: Yeah, he was there, and. <clears throat> who did a great depiction of hell from uh, Bar- Art.
0: Wayne Barlow?
1: Yes. Yeah. Yes. He was there. Yeah. Definitely he was there because I remember his stuff from that days. Yeah, he's like amazing. Before. Yeah.
0: He's a, he's a he's a really really nice guy too. Really cool dude. I got to work yeah. with work with him on the Hellboy movies. Super nice.
1: You motherfucker living in that U.S. and you work along together all of the time. <laughs> I hate that. Well, I never worked with anyone. Just so you
2: know. No. <laughs> uh, <laughs>
0: yeah, but I mean, it's a—it's uh, just a matter of time for you. Your shit is, your shit is. I don't know. Beyond, I'm, beyond, it's beyond. I mean everything. I, you haven't worked with Guillermo del Toro. No. I'm sure he's a fan of yours. I'm sure of it.
1: Uh, I I not know. I I I know that one day I found that he started to follow me yeah. on. uh Yeah. I
0: tweet. know. Yeah. I know. I know what he's into, and he's really he keeps up on who's doing what. So, you know, you never know. You might get a call from him. I hope. <laughs>
1: You know, I, I'm in uh, that uh, waiting mood these days. Yeah. Because for uh, almost for four months, I don't do anything. Like, I mean, uh, connected to money.
0: Like, oh, really? I do too.
1: Yeah, I do just my stuff. I don't take any commissions. Mm. I'm trying to get deal with my. Uh, <clears throat> how does it call correctly? Personal issues.
0: Wow. <laughs> okay.
1: <laughs> yeah, some, that kind of things.
0: Well, so do you normally do like a lot of freelance work? Is that how you make your money? Is is freelancing for for what? You know, who are you freelancing for?
1: Uh, you know, I don't do a lot of uh, paid work in no? general.
0: Oh. No, no. How do you survive then?
1: Well, I have small needs. I don't have any personal
2: life.
1: I don't have any. So it's not that hard.
0: Wow! Is it cheap to live? In, is is it, is it cheap to live in Ukraine?
1: Uh, I don't know. Oh, uh okay. How much money do you need for months of living in? Where do you live now?
0: I'm I'm
1: out.
0: I'm just outside of L.A., so it's expensive. It's expensive to live here.
1: Yeah, so you are in
0: California,
1: right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, how much do you need to live there? <sighs> uh,
0: it's you know, it's hard to find you know cheap apartments or yeah. you know like fifteen hundred bucks maybe, eighteen hundred bucks. It's, it's crazy. It's crazy for like you know a small. You know, it's
1: just apartments.
0: Yeah, I mean the place. Yeah, it's it's just it's ridiculous. It's got to crash soon because it's just ridiculous. Nobody can afford to live here. I only I only I can only afford my house because I bought it in like two thousand one when the property values were a lot lower. So I got in a I got lucky, got in a good time. But yeah, it's like uh, I mean I know people that are paying like a thousand bucks for like a studio apartment. You know. Well so uh
1: here in Ukraine in uh, Lviv, I live in Lviv, it's uh Western Ukraine <clears throat> for uh two thousand mm-hmm. bucks you can live like super easy. Yeah. For my like Wow. You can have, uh, you can have a pretty nice apartment. Uh, thankfully, I have my own flat, so mm. I don't need to pay for my flat. But uh, even if I didn't have it for two thousand bucks, you can live like really good here.
0: Wow. Well, wow, yeah, it sounds so, sounds pretty good. <laughs> so you don't need to make a so, lot of, a lot of money is your point.
1: Yeah, so for my needs I don't need to uh, to earn like really a lot to to live. Especially that I know that I don't need a lot right things. So I just need to buy some food. Right. Yeah, Pray yeah. some bills, some, and generally that's it. Yeah. And since uh, I, the only thing in uh, uh, thing in my life in general is art. Mm-hmm. Somehow, maybe it's. Some,
0: Oh, you froze up! You froze up. The, and the, you broke up Pardon? there. You broke up there for a second. Okay, I can see you now. You're moving.
2: Okay.
0: Okay. okay. Now we're back. <clears throat> Sorry. So
1: yeah, the only important thing is art for me in life. So I just need stuff. To help me to make art.
0: Yeah. So (laughs) I understand. That's why
1: uh, I don't do a lot of commissions because they're taking me away from my stuff.
0: Right. And so, yeah. Well, that's
1: how it works.
0: It shows. Or now. It shows. Or now. It shows in the work. That you're dedicated to your craft because your stuff is so original and, I mean, it's just so good. So, um, Yeah, very inspiring to me to look at your work. Very inspiring. Makes me um, reconsider what I'm doing and think about how I can maybe get a little crazier, get a little weirder. Your shit is weird, man. And I mean that in the best way. (laughs) Yeah, I'm okay with that. I mean, that piece you did, you did recently, you posted, there may be a couple pieces like this where it's like all the, this, this figure with all these legs and kind of arms and they're all kind of grabbing each other. And some are sort of reaching out, you know, like human, human looking. I mean, that's a, that's a masterpiece. It's a masterpiece. It's, there's no, it's just, it's like, it's a masterpiece. It's like how, to me, it's like, how is this not regarded as like a fucking Mona Lisa masterpiece? It's so amazing. It just fucking blows my mind. I looked at it and I was just like, I can't even believe that this exists. I'm so jealous of this. I wish I made this. I mean, it's amazing. It's amazing. Really, it's just, it no. fucking blows my mind. <laughs>
1: my depression you know. what's that it's all about my depression
0: oh is it really wow yeah. that ma- yeah. I mean that makes it even more powerful you know <laughs>
2: because
0: a- uh, I
1: want to make a line with this uh, uh, with this theme of I don't know if it's okay to talk about that on this podcast about uh, suicide.
0: Oh yeah, sure, of course.
1: Uh, yeah. So this uh, this piece was actually about hanging. Oh wow! In general, yeah. But and it was from my side, from my point of view, it was uh, about in. Uh, like emotion because probably you're not going to be happy when you're hanging. Right. Uh, even if you wanted to do that, you're still not going to be happy because just your, your body is not going to be happy about that. Uh, so it was about that. And I want to make like a serious, uh, of pieces dedicated to different methods. Mm, wow. Yeah. So, uh, so that's there's intense. gonna be a wrist cutting and uh, some weapon, some guns, I don't know. Like different shit yeah, I, connected. I, to team.
0: Yeah, that's a that's a that's a great I think that's a cool, I mean, not cool, but it's like, it's a great theme to take on for artistic expression. Do you remember that guy? This guy, this I think, this maybe was in the 80s. This conceptual artist made all these suicide machines. It's like, it, they, they were like machines, suicide machines. And they were just like, you, they're in this, you know, gallery space. Like you'd sit down and it would. You know, they're just like weird ways of killing yourself. It was really kind of brutal and uh, but but powerful, you know, and and intense.
1: No, you know, I didn't. I wasn't even born, born, born,
0: born, born. Yeah.
1: Born. Yeah. (laughs) I wasn't even born in early 80s. Okay, i was in the middle
0: of 80s. I graduated. So, um, I graduated high school in the middle of the eighties. <laughs> <laughs> eighty five, class of eighty five. Yeah, that's
2: why
1: eighty five, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but you know uh, with
0: with the internet though, you you get to see all the old you get to see all the yeah, old I- old shit, you know.
1: Uh, I like old shit, you know. I unfortunately I don't have this nostalgia feelings.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh right.
1: About eighties. Right. Because I was too young. Yep. But uh, you know when I'm watching some old movies, like especially, not especially, just a bunch of horror movies from that period, I understand why I like that period.
0: Right. Yeah.
1: because humans imagination worked well it did and at that time no
2: yeah
1: And still I just just today I watched a trailer for a new <clears throat> list like into the darkness part two mm-hmm. the entries yeah uh,
0: I have a friend who's working on that. I yeah. Found Andrew yeah. Hawkins. So, He's one of the producers.
1: Yeah. So there's going to be a second part mm-hmm. uh, somewhere in late May, I guess. Mm-hmm. May. Um, and I was watching, and all of that that movies are so fucking awesome, you know?
2: Yeah. And.
1: I still don't have this like like truly emotional feelings about some makeup stuff so jealous but I love I love how they uh, their imagination worked at that period because nowadays it's it's super super easy right and I don't know I just uh, spent yesterday um, watching like I have two monitors um, right on my face and one monitor is for some shit and one is for work And on my second monitor, I watched, uh, I guess it's called Insidious.
0: Oh, Insidious. Insidious. Yeah.
1: Insidious. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. And I watched a few parts. And after, like, when I started to watch third part,
2: Mm
0: -hmm. I
1: was like, is there any way to make a Horror without jump scares.
0: Oh, I know jump scares like, piss me off.
1: Without jump scares, <laughs> without just music like. Mm. I know
0: it's the cheap. It's such a cheap shot. It's so easy to do. It's just like the easiest thing to yeah. do. But, but you
1: know, we are in twenty-one century. Is there any way to exactly. come up with something new?
0: I agree. I hate it. I hate jump scares. They piss me off. If there is too many jump scares in something, I just like I got no respect for it. You know, I can understand yeah, yeah. back in the day, in the you know, in the seventies and even in the eighties, but it's like nowadays. It, I am all I am all about. Uh, I'll take creepy, unsettling, and creepy over jump scares every time. You know, it's kind of tough. I really like something like that gives you a really creepy feeling like the last thing probably i saw that gave me that creepy feeling was hereditary i think there's a couple shots in there that were just like oh my god that's really fucking creepy (laughs) (laughs) did you see it hereditary
1: uh yeah i watch all horror movies that comes uh like even the bad ones. I watch bad horror. I was good horror. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know what was good for me <clears throat> lately? What's that? Uh, come true.
0: Oh, I haven't seen that. I I heard about it though. I haven't seen it though.
2: Yeah. It, uh... Yeah.
0: You kind the of... guy
1: behind beh- 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 the visuals of some nightmares in that movie, because it's a movie about the girl, and she sees some
0: nightmares. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: There are good uh, visuals of that nightmares.
0: Oh, cool. And
1: I enjoyed And there was no jump
0: scares. No jump scares? And that was good. Good, <clears throat> yes. Yes. No. I'll, I'll check it out. I I I read something about it. So um, or I saw an advertisement or something. So um, okay. How how um, how, you know, Stan Stan. I I've had Stan on, on the podcast. I'm fr- I've been friends with him for a, a long, kind of a long time. Stan Dark Art. Uh, and and no,
1: uh, I I read to that podcast. Yeah. He, for. Many others. <laughs>
0: oh, you have? You've heard the podcast?
1: <laughs> yes. Oh, I cool. Was, I listened at uh, you talking with Paul Komoda with Manton.
0: Oh, excellent.
1: Three, third. How does it call it correctly? menton third, the third.
0: I don't know. <laughs> but anyway, you know <laughs> yeah i was on i was on him and him and Stupakas's podcast, and uh yeah well, that's cool that i didn't know i didn't realize um, so uh you know stan stan he's the only other person I know from ukraine, i think, and um he he made it sound really like not a fun place to live. You know, he made it, Ukraine. He, yeah, Ukraine, he made it sound really like, he doesn't have a lot of good memories about it. Um, he's got, you know, he's got cerebral palsy, so he's in a different situation, yeah. I suppose. He said he was in a hosp, the hospital, and he said the hospitals there treated people like yeah, you him know. terribly, but but he was saying like he had a show there, Do you, I don't know if you remember, but he said he had a show of his work and you know, I'm a big fan of his, I think his stuff's really intense and really powerful. And he said he had a show, he he had a show and people hated it. Like the public hated it. And they like, you know, chased him out of town practically (laughs) for that show. Like he was saying his artwork is not well, well appreciated in Ukraine.
1: Uh, you know, you're, And in U.S., in general, you're lucky bastards. Yeah. Because some, I don't know how does it work, because uh, definitely the, the different subcultures <clears throat> are not living well in Europe in general uh so i'm not sure about anything connected to dark art like mm-hmm. you know like a wave mm-hmm. in Europe, not just in ukraine
0: uh, yeah it seems like america but, is really maybe america and canada are like the only places where it's sort of popular definitely america because i know dos diablo's in Mexico, he was and saying dark art is really not popular in Mexico either. And people I know in Europe say it's not popular in Europe either. It's really strange.
1: Yeah, but uh, the uh, another thing is that uh, you have community there. Right. So it's not. Uh, it doesn't need to be popular in America, but still you have community there right there's not people connected to this stuff but they are together and here maybe maybe there's someone who works in Mm. this area here in ukraine i'm not sure i don't know anyone
0: (laughs) (laughs) you don't know anybody's you don't know anybody personally where in your where you live that's into the kind of dark art no, oh, that's no. I,
1: I know one person. I know one person. I was uh, uh, studied in academy, uh-huh. uh huh, like years ago, and there was one girl who was like completely deep into dark stuff. Like she was totally fucked up. in In a good way about uh, dark Mm -hmm. theme. She was writing uh, such stuff, she was painting, uh, she was sculpting such things, and she was like really inspiring for me. And she's still, as far as I know, uh, she's still doing that the thing so that's but cool. basically yeah she was she was the only person I know wow that is like fine with with dark art right and she understand it the way I
0: understand it
1: you right. know and yeah basically that's it.
0: Wow. Well <laughs> <laughs> that sucks though i mean that's that's a bummer that's a bummer um that's fu- yeah, the yeah. funny thing is though you know grow- growing up cuz i grew up in this you know small town outside of la um still you know like an hour 45 minutes from la but it's like this little kind of rednecky town called san pedro uh, and um
1: i love redneck <laughs> it,
0: it's like a I really love. it's like a, it was like a <laughs> It was it's a fisherman town it's like a port town so it's like all longshoremen and stuff a lot of uh Slavic immigrants and stuff there but nobody was into nobody was into this stuff nobody was <laughs> when I was growing up you know and uh, even now it's like you know you see more of it you see more people into it just in general public you know in the town I live in now but um it's Become more more accepted, but still, there you know the community and and L- the biggest community I know of is in L A, and yes. that's and it's still pretty small relatively, you know, which is yeah. part part of the reason I wanted to start the podcast is to to build that um, build the community online because there's people all over the world that are into it that don't have little communities like you're you're saying, and th- even in America you know, all throughout the Midwest and, and, uh, um, uh, uh, there's not even a huge dark art scene in New York, really. There's one in Philly, in Philadelphia, that's kind of gaining momentum and they're doing well, which is strange. But, you know, it's such an odd. You know, I,
1: have, I, I have a guy from, uh, Texas.
0: Oh, Texas. Uh-huh.
1: Yeah. So last year, no, uh, Year before 2020, yeah, before all this shit started. Uh, she is, he is, um, let me say his name. I'm not sure if you know him. Uh, weed wet scare.
0: What say again? Weed Wad Scare. Weed Wad Scare? Yeah. Hmm, I don't know him.
1: Uh, so, uh, like, uh, sh- he uh, he's doing an uh, exhibition huh. in San Antonio.
0: Hmm, that's cool.
1: This August, and it calls. Duality of monsters.
0: Oh wow! I gotta look it up.
1: Yeah, and you know some nice people there. Gonna be from far, from what I know. So yeah, he's from Texas. Just so you know.
0: Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> I, I and mean,
1: he's doing some uh, some dark uh, dark stuff. Uh,
0: yeah I mean it's all it's, it's all over I mean it is all it's all over the country little tiny pockets of it um, yeah which is great
1: and I'll be there I'll be there somehow oh yes not perfect but I, I'm gonna send some stuff to, to this because uh, you know uh, what's good uh, again what's good in the US is that you have at least some places like galleries yeah where you can show your stuff. Yep. And here in Ukraine, you don't have such place. Right. Oh, you should be... Uh, uh, one way is to do uh, some traditional shit. One way is you can try to mimic uh, contemporary art, which I did like years ago,
0: oh wow, uh yeah, I gotta hear about that <laughs> <laughs> same your art is uh, content- the thing is the stuff that you your your the stuff that you do you're, like your personal work is truly contemporary artwork though, but it's not you know it's not fitting in the contemporary art world, but it's really yeah. contemporary, it's more contemporary than the contemporary art world the contemporary art world is like out of touch with reality as far as I'm concerned
1: it's uh, such a bad place you know because it's too uh, dependent from a lot of different things
0: right? like
1: from trends from policy and etc etc and that's why I hate it
0: what kind of stuff did you do what kind of stuff did it what did it look like the stuff you did
1: uh you know, I tried to do my, my stuff in that period. Oh, okay. But uh, my last like personal project in this contemporary area was like super shitty. Like, I mean, it, it was just... Uh, uh, let me... I don't know. No every english words i'm oh, sorry that's but...
0: okay you're great your english is excellent it's definitely better than my you know you
1: watch a lot of movies you know yeah <laughs> that's it uh, so basically there's like a few objects made from a wire and
0: uh and this kind of minimalism sort of type thing minimalistic no no
1: no not the right word Uh, for the fuck's sake lamina I don't know you're using it in the kitchen to cover your some fruits Maybe
0: oh like meat. plastic plastic wrap like saran wrap type yeah 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 uh, okay <laughs> oh, okay so it was like wire and and plastic yeah, wrap kind of
1: bunch of wire and there was like objects made from that uh, from that stuff and it was ugly you know it was not uh, like me mm-hmm. in general. um uh, and my uh, and the guy uh, who I worked with uh, at that period he told me like oh man it is this is the best thing you've done and I was like like seriously okay probably I need to quit <laughs> yeah so basically that that was my last uh, personal point Project in this like contemporary art area, right? Uh, because some stuff for me, you know, in terms of how I understand art, uh, I'm like conservative. So I appreciate some, you know, some technique,
0: right? You know, yeah.
1: quality, absolutely, technical quality. Craft, craftsmanship,
0: absolutely.
1: Uh, that kind of thing, and in the contemporary, is not about that. Right. Like total. So, I feel like I can't compete with uh, with that shit that people are doing <laughs> in that uh, in, in that field. So yeah. I just. With, and that's it
0: well I mean Enough. I, yeah yeah but you know honey
1: these bastards in contemporary area here in Ukraine they knows me
0: oh really um, yeah how do they know you because <clears throat> they should <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they know the work you're doing now. They know the the creatures and stuff you're doing now. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. Well, they they uh, I mean, this is because
1: what. I, and they are just usually they are just talking, and talking and talking and that's it.
0: Right. I mean, this uh, that's that's what I, I you know one of the things I love about. The dark art scene and the dark art movement is that there is that focus on craftsmanship and and um, kind of traditional artistic values in that way, you know.
1: Yes, and you know it's a it's a funny thing that even uh, if you take a contemporary art field, yeah. And you have, like, super strange idea, like, about, you know, it doesn't matter, actually. But if you can realize that idea really good, you can explain it. And people can feel this idea.
0: Absolutely.
1: And if you just type... Of bunch of words and put a banana on the wall it doesn't work this, this is, is for me I don't this think this I'm is, so dumb to not no, understand this,
0: this I, art I talk about this all the time I talk about this all the time it's like the I, I, I can't get into it because it doesn't give me any kind of feeling other than Oh, this guy's an asshole, and the people who like it are assholes. It's like it doesn't give me the the fe- like the good feeling that you see when I see one of your pieces. It's like it makes me feel good. Like it gives it hits me right in the heart. You know, I see it and it's like it makes me want to create. It inspires me. It just feels good to see something like that, like the stuff that you're doing, and to see the banana on the wall, it just seems so cynical. It seems very cynical, and it gives me no feeling, no feeling at all. It's like. This whole, that whole end of the art world is just like taking hu- the humanity out of the artwork. That's how it feels to me. Yeah,
1: it's just, uh, you know, from what I know here in Ukraine, it's just, uh, it's like a club of some people. Yeah,
2: yeah.
1: Who are into it, and it, it's just some sort of, you know... Games with money.
0: Yeah, money. Money laundering for rich people. Yeah, yeah, (laughs)
1: yeah. You know, the the same shit is happening with uh, you know this uh, modern agenda with NFT. If you know.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you? I was going to ask you. Have you? Have you done any NFTs?
1: Yeah, yeah. My bad. My bad. How did? How
0: was it? (laughs) How was it? I'm interested. I mean, I I see, you know, there's there's something hap it's going to you know, gonna happen in the future. It's going to be a thing, I think. Yeah, It's, it's
1: gonna happen, but uh, nowadays it's just all about all these fucking memes. Yeah. From all over the internet that I hate. Because, you know, my thing is I really hate memes.
0: <laughs> Do you? You're the first person I've ever heard say I hate memes. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> I,
1: I, I hate them. And, 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 and I almost hate people who post memes. <laughs> <laughs>
0: even even good memes even well constructed memes it's just no matter the the meme the meme, just, the meme the meme the meme uh, uh uh the the meme itself is an inferior platform to express ideas that's what you're saying just the meme the the meme concept itself is is not good
1: no 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 the meme idea is good, okay. But the modern day meme is fuck it. <laughs> no, I'm, no, I'm serious because there's too much cats, too much dumb shit, and it's like, and usually it's like it's all about the being sarcastic, right? You know, and I. I don't like this part of modern days. This uh, post-irony.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's
1: stuff. It's like...
0: It's irritating. (laughs) it, it, it,
1: It is the way to hide, to close your eyes.
0: So true.
1: And not see every shit... Is going on around you it's like that they can just joke on it right it's like ah, ha, ha, ha. yeah and for you it could be fun but generally it's not fun at all it is a still problem even if you laugh at it and you pretend that it's not real it is real and it is still a problem, and your memes not gonna change it. Right. So, I guess it is a way to hide, uh, to escape from some sort of, I don't know, responsibility and reality.
0: Yeah.
1: That's I, why I hate.
0: I, I, that makes sense. You know the thing. The thing that I hate about the. Uh... The post irony thing is that to me, I see it as a way of um, pretending like you don't have feelings and pretending like nothing touches you and you're above it all and everything's a joke. And it's like a way of not being vulnerable, not showing that you're a human being, you know, it's like just total bullshit, bullshit front about being cool and hey, everything's cool with me, man. You know i just laugh at everything it's like bullshit you're in the corner crying like everybody else at, you know late at night you're feeling these horrible feelings like everybody else does and just like this whole denial of that part of being a human is is the bullshit i think you know
1: yeah exactly that's why i hate it because you know when i was uh again And I'm pretty sure you understand it, that uh, years ago it was okay to express yourself as is. Mm -hmm. Telling that you're feeling bad when you're feeling bad. Right. Um, That period of life journal, I was... I found uh, my like super old uh, live journal. I don't know if you know
0: mm-hmm. this yeah thing. I, rem- I remember yeah, I remember live journal
1: and I found it and I was reading my my stuff at the period I was uh, I used uh, live journal and I was honest back in those days right. you know and now when you're honest what's what could you what can you wait uh, what can you expect from other people like some joke it's like right. oh you, I don't know you're a crybaby right. or maybe you're too angry just to relax Right. Is fine <laughs> no need to be so angry no need to be so negative
0: right well this i mean and and again the funny thing
1: is that we live in the world where i think it's okay to be depressed
0: right yeah it's kind of a
1: (laughs) is fucked up
0: yeah it's kind of a natural reaction to the situation you know
1: yes and Kid to be angry because there is a lot of things uh, that you should be angry about. Right. And people just pretend that everything is fine. Ah, no matter what's happening. You know, you know this memes about the dog who is sitting in the room and the room is on fire and everything
2: right. is yeah, on yeah, fire? Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. dog is like, ah, Oh, it's okay.
0: <laughs> well but you know, I think part, part of the uh the meme phenomenon that you're talking about, part of it may be a way that people can cope with the situation. Like to laugh at it. It's not you know, it's probably it's not constructive beyond uh mm. just a, a way to cope. You know what I mean? So maybe people get that out of it.
2: Well,
1: I I don't know. Maybe people should start um, should start panicking and not just laugh.
0: Yeah. Well, I don't know because panicking is a Good idea. <laughs> you're not gonna,
1: you're not gonna start dealing with problems. You're gonna ignore it. Yeah. So, I don't know but anyway yeah i just hate memes so
0: (laughs) that's all there is to it sorry i'm sorry (laughs) i love that you hate memes i think it's i think it's hilarious (laughs) i mean i think it's awesome it's it's like a it's a interesting i've never heard anyone say i hate memes (laughs) okay i want to ask you um i want to hear about your uh your artistic journey as corny as that sounds. I mean, were you like, uh, always creating artwork as a kid and, and I know you went to university and I want to hear how you got to where you are today. Two universe. What's Two that?
1: Universe, actually.
0: What's that? Two universe. Wow. Wow. Amazing. Yeah. Okay. How did you start out? Were you drawing it a, as a young kid?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, my journey with clay actually was yeah your yeah, uh, clay
0: sculptures big, are fucking great I, so i'm so glad that you in yeah, clay too with,
1: uh, uh, like pretty shame shameful right shameful shameful,
2: mm-hmm.
1: shameful story because i should just so you understand uh, in in the beginning of nineties, in Ukraine, mm.
2: uh,
1: since Ukraine just got independence from uh, Soviet Union, mm. we have not much stuff around mm. to buy to earn. So, <clears throat> and the country in general was. Pretty poor, mm-hmm. uh, and I was uh, young, you know, in 1990, 1990 yeah, when I was uh, five years old, mm-hmm. maybe six years old. I remember the situation when my uh, parents bought a toy, like a sport car Mm -hmm. for our neighbor's son to his uh, birthday. Mm -hmm. And I was so jealous that this pastor is gonna have a car. And so I did like, I stole a few some money from my parents Wow to buy this car to myself (laughs) (laughs) and I went to store and I was like I want this car but apparently I stole not enough money Uh... and I didn't have enough money to buy that car but I i had enough money to buy a pack of clay.
0: Oh, wow. Really?
1: Yes. Wow. And I bought it.
0: How cool. <laughs>
1: and I bought it, and I went to some park, uh, and I uh, sculpted not that car, but another car. And I just sculpted it, and I was like, yeah, I have my car.
0: That's fucking so fuck awesome. That's a cool story. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great way to start. It's
1: not the end of the story. It's oh, okay. not the end of the story because okay. uh, I I got uh, I got back home and uh, my parents, of course, they found out about my uh, what I did, and uh, they took. This pack of clay from me. Ah. Yeah, and they like. It was your choice, so you did the wrong choice. Right. <laughs> Say bye-bye to your pack of clay. What? <laughs> it was a start. So right. Since then, I started to sculpt with the clay. It was a child, you know, child plasticine. Right. And yet it was pretty good at that time, Hmm. somehow. I don't know why, but it was pretty good at that time. And, uh, yeah, I was playing with clay since my five years. Uh, But until 2010, it was just, uh, you know, even not a hobby, It was something less than a hobby. Ah. Yeah, yeah. So one important thing from my contemporary artist career is that my uh, creator at some point he told me that man, you should start sculpting like Seriously, because I showed him some stuff that I played with clay, and he was impressed by mm. that. And yeah, so he told me that because before that, so just so you know the timeline,
2: you mm. know, uh,
1: my first university, it was technical university. Mm-hmm where I was supposed to become an IT guy. Oh, wow. Yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> then there was uh, Academy of Arts. And
0: wow, those are like oppos- so- two opposites. <laughs> Opposite yes, ends of the spectrum. Yes.
1: Because after I graduated from this IT university, I was like, oh, no, no, I'm sorry, but no. <laughs> It's just not going to work with me. Right. I'm sorry, but I will spend my next five years on art. Uh, Art University, but I'm not going to be an IT guy. No way. Yeah. Yeah, so and then uh, there was like five years of art university and somewhere... Probably fourth year in art academy, I started to make exhibition.
0: Uh, you, you're you're frozen. I missed that last part. are you're, 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 you're fr- okay. Wait a minute. Which one? You're back. Which? which okay, one? so you're you're back. Okay, you, yeah. I, I broke up when you said uh, during, at the fourth year. Yes. What happened at the fourth yes. year? <laughs>
1: uh, I started to make an exhibition as a contemporary artist. Okay. So my first exhibition was from my drawings.
0: Oh, okay.
1: Yeah, yeah. Because I never thought that I could be a um, sculpture.
0: You
1: oh, know, wow. <laughs> I thought that I'm like... You know, this artist with pen and pencil and paper, all this shit. (laughs) (laughs) And my first personal exhibition was basically with drawings. Oh, wow. But then I showed my stuff to my curator and he told me that, man, you should start sculpting. I was like, okay, I will. I will. No worries. <laughs> yes, yeah, so Well, basically seriously I started to look at sculpting in 2010, just 10 years ago. Wow.
0: That's amazing.
1: <clears throat> and that was time when where when actually I started to to learn.
0: <laughs> wow. Basic. That's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. I can't believe you come this far in 10 years. It's insane. 11 years, 10 years. That's amazing. Well, I just, you know.
1: I will show you my shit from 2010. You're going to be left.
0: <laughs>
1: well, you must have... or you're going to be left at how how little I come
0: in a 10 years. <laughs> <laughs> no, I doubt that. Wow. So you... Uh, when did you start getting these ideas for the the kind of work that you do now? Cuz <clears throat> it's very unique. Uh, it's, I mean, it's really different <clears throat> what you're doing. Yeah. <clears throat> well, um,
1: If you look close uh to what I do, there's uh some lines.
2: Mhm.
1: Um and each lines has its own, I don't know, species? Not species, but... Uh,
0: oh, like each series of things, you're saying? are kind of like their own yeah, creature, type, type of creature, sort of?
1: of? Some sort of series, yes. And uh, basically, there is like general... Creatures, like creatures.
0: Right, I can see that. You can. There are
1: some characters, as you can expect, and then some uh, weird shit.
0: Yeah, my favorite.
1: (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) the weird shit. (laughs) And the weird shit is. Yes and, and this is my favorite part because uh, when I do such things I don't think about you know some background at all like for me it's mostly I play with uh, like what abstraction
2: mm-hmm. you know yeah. when,
1: when you're working with a uh, with paintings you have uh, you have color you have brushes and somehow they work together and you have something in the end so and for me this parts like I don't know sometimes fingers bones uh parts of the body maybe some inner organs i play with them like with uh abstract mm. you no know, just
0: try
1: to in the end i will have like nice composition right Ish. <laughs> <laughs> No, uh, it's all of East in my case.
0: (laughs) Well, you know, uh, there's a Frazetta. You know, Frazetta, uh, Frank Frazetta. Yeah. He's got a really good book. You hate him? What'd you say? mm, Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I love him. (laughs) But uh, he's got. uh, No, but.
1: You, you know why uh, again that's what I told you before that I don't have this nostalgia feelings about about the past and I really feel sorry because of that <clears throat> because you know Frazetta is uh, this is the thing from your past mm-hmm. right? I'm pretty sure that he was a guy who also inspired inspired you in the past
0: oh yeah definitely
1: <clears throat> and you have this uh you know sentimental feelings about him, and I don't have such things because I started to uh, to look at some art when I was pretty old, you know mm-hmm. Like, I wasn't, I was not a child.
0: Right. But he was a great, but, but he was, these kind of things. Are you a bra- great? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah. was a great, he's I, a, you can, I, I can look at his stuff now and it's like, you know, he's a great painter. It's like he, he knew his shit. He, he was, yes. you know, he, yeah. he was, he was, he, his, his work, you know, cause a lot of the stuff he did had like a, you know it was like cheesy the the subject matter like barbarians and women and you know like the just the kind of stuff they would paint on airbrush on bands but but right right and and it's like i'm not really into that stuff myself but to me as, as an adult i'm not into that like i was when i was a kid but art when you're when you're good enough you're how you do it transcends the subject matter. And this is true for a lot of other artists. I like too. that. It's like, I'm not really into, there's certain artists that do kind of like cute work or, you know, and it's like, or, you know, paintings of girls or women. And it's like, I'm not into that. I'm into the creepy shit, but if their technique and if it's done so well, yeah. it can transcend the subject matter. You know what I mean? Yeah.
1: yeah. That's why that that's, Right now we are going back into this subject of craftsmanship. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. And his, you know. Yeah. Anyway, the the point being though that I was bringing that Zetta up is he's got this book called um, Rough Work, and it's like all of his rough studies and sketches for his paintings. And if you look at some of the studies for some of his famous paintings, they're like they're like abstract paintings, and they work as abstract paintings, like just the way the he like lays out the color and it's like, you can't even really tell what it, what's going on. But then you see the final picture and it's like, that's why his stuff works so well. It's like as an abstract, it would work. You know what <clears throat> I mean?
1: Yes, I know. So but I, you I, know,
0: I, I can dig what you're saying.
1: I hate something. It doesn't matter. Uh, it doesn't mean that I don't, appreciate right this people do you know because uh, I, for example I hate when people saying I, and I see it a lot I see it really a lot in you know in the social media when people come commenting my work it's, oh it's so giggerish
0: oh yeah <laughs> like
2: Fuck
1: you! <laughs> I always like fuck you. No, no way. Just, just look at Giger. Just look at his stuff. I'm not into that. Right. So that's why, along these years, I started to hate Giger because people trying to c- compare, and I'm like, I'm, I'm far away from right. this guy. Yeah.
0: yeah. You
1: no. Know, no in a lot of senses you know not just his style i but don't think i don't think he's understanding is... and his yeah. some of his stuff that most of the people don't know shit about they are incredible and i'm right. far from it and even in terms of technique and he's uh, like biomex stuff I'm fra- far from this guy, but...
0: Oh, yeah. I don't think your stuff is Giger. Those
1: bastards makes me hate him.
0: Yeah, but, the, but, but the, you know, that's coming from people uh, but who... People, it pe- doesn't, again,
1: it doesn't uh, mean that I do not appreciate right. how much and how cool his shit is. Right. Because it's beyond at a lot of different levels, Yeah. You know? Yeah.
0: That's but a lot of times because people have said that to me too, oh, it reminds me of Giger about my stuff, and it's like i just <laughs> I don't see it myself i but I get it's like you know it's like not a lot of people have a have a have a vocab, a big vocabulary to describe your work, you know, so they see yeah. they see something and they have a limited kind of artistic perspective, and the first thing they think of is like some dark shit the Giger did, so all of a sudden your stuff looks like Giger. and they mean it as a compliment. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately, yeah. because they don't know about, you know.
0: I want to ask you, um, I've kind of kind of like got a final, a final thing to end on. I want to know, um, what are you, what are you with this personal work of yours that we've been talking about? Where, where, what do you? Where do you want to take it? Like, do you have a goal in mind that you're trying? You know, you want to have a show. You want to three D print these, or are you just kind of going and seeing where it goes? Like, do you have an end goal, uh, end game, goal? Yes. Okay. What is it? <laughs> it's connected
1: to the. Th- and uh, you know what's funny is it, it, it is really connected to the things I hate. And I mentioned them.
0: Whoa, okay. <laughs> like,
1: really,
0: you have to explain. I
1: mentioned my goal is connected to the things I told that I hate
0: okay. because
1: I want to make. Uh, I want to make a movie uh, creature.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Uh that uh, is gonna transform into a meme and what I mean by that uh, the great example is uh, alien yeah. from guy here yeah so my goal is to create meme in a, not in term of modern days right. explanation of Input in, the, real, uh, the real,
0: the real, the real definition of a meme.
1: Yes, yes, yes. You know the, the, because if I ask you, what work of mine could you name now? Right. Like your favorite. Could you name one?
0: Um, uh, I don't know the name of it, but I, but it's that, it's that one with the, the one you were saying was about suicide. With all the hands and the arms and...
1: Yeah, but but because it's the latest, one of the latest. Can you name more?
0: uh, Well, there's the... (laughs) (laughs) No. (laughs) You know, I don't think it's because it's the newest, though. I I don't think it's because it's the newest one. But, you you know, I, I, I understand your point, but I think it's like... It just happens to be you know out of all the stuff i've seen it's my favorite piece and i don't think it's just because of the newness it's like what i really like about it is i it's just there's something about it i like i like stuff that has this element of uh humanness to it you know like human anatomy but it's fucked up and monstrous but still there's enough of like you know, I'm not into I'm not super into the really monstery, just like overdone giant teeth that you see a lot of a lot of creature designers doing yeah. where they're just like eh, sure. angry, rah. It's like I like the just the stuff that just not, is not... <laughs> Yeah, yeah. No. Yeah. Not that you're I'm not saying you're doing that, but I'm I'm saying, you know, the thing about the uh, that piece to me is it's like so it like it feels like it comes from like like a primal, it's like a primal thing that comes from deep within your psyche. It, it represents to me, like the the darkness that we have inside of us. That's how it feels like that's like, it's probably one of the most, I don't know. It, it expresses something that words cannot express about the inner condition. I mean, this is how it, I feel about it. It expresses something that in a way that only art and only sculpture really can express it. And it's a deep, real, emotional thing. So, to me, it's it's just, it's like, you know, mind-blowing. Blows my mind.
1: For me, you know, the most, probably my most uh, favorite, if I can say that, because usually I hate what I do. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, uh, usually I... I can't explain it as you know uh, like the idea like right now I'm gonna do this and this is gonna be about that and this is my idea behind that Uh, I usually I I don't think about what I do right The, the the funny thing with my stuff is that I don't filter my stuff. I just do and then this something and ends up like what you can see in the end. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, and my most favorite things that I did yet is the thing that I cannot explain at all so I did that for, <laughs> for other people
2: okay <laughs>
1: <clears throat> because that's you know you should do your part create art and people who will see it will do their part understand it right. or not understand it appreciate it love it, it yeah appreciate it yes. So, maybe they can see something that I cannot see.
0: Who knows? Right, right. Yeah, it's kind of like it's not your job. It's that's sort of, sort of how I feel. It's not as artists. It's not really our job to talk about it. It's our job to make the thing, and then the people that yeah. people that appreciate it. It's kind of their job to discuss it and kind of decide what it yeah. means to them or whatever or what it means in the world. It's like. We only, we, our job is like to make the shit, you know, that's it. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: yeah uh, exactly. Exactly. That's why, uh, I, I, I like, uh, mostly I like the pieces from other people that I cannot explain, like, right. you know, from first view.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. Sometimes it's just, oh, that's that kind of monster and you yeah, see that yeah, kind of yeah,
0: yeah then
1: you're like you're looking at some weird piece of art and you're like what the fuck? Yeah <laughs> but you're looking at and it's a and especially when it's done well and yeah. you're looking at it and you're like oh man yeah I want to watch it more yeah, I, so I love uh, I love that kind of stuff.
0: That's yeah, like same.
1: Really weird, weird shit. I like it.
0: Yeah, I, <laughs> I do too, and that's what I, I mean.
1: I, you know, years ago, that's why I like these two videos right. so again. Back, we are going back into the beginning of <laughs> our conversation you know that's what i loved about it because it was a weird shit especially yeah. in in that period yeah. of my life i young there
0: right it hit you, <clears throat> hit you at the right time but th- yeah. that's i think that's so important uh i'll um yeah i think it's so important to stress this point that um i think one of the strongest aspects of dark art is that sense of mystery. And it's like, if you're too obvious about what you're doing, if you're too on the nose, you lose the sense of mystery, you know, and the sense of mystery, like the, what the fuck is that? The thing you're talking about. It's like that sense of mystery is, is like an integral. It's an important, really important part of, of what dark art is. I think. You know, I mean, dark art kind of spans. You can have stuff totally on the nose and it's totally obvious, but for me, the best shit is that kind of like visceral. You know,
1: unexplainable.
0: It, right, unexplainable. It's like
1: yeah, yeah. You can interpre- inter- interpret interpret. Interpret. You got Again?
0: it. You got it. Interpret. Interpret
1: interpret yes <laughs> in the way you want
0: yes in the
1: way you can uh, you can basically in the way you can yeah that's why maybe that's why for me it's so close because <clears throat> you don't have to explain everything Right, you just can go with the flow, mm-hmm. let's say, call it. You just can go with the flow and and see how it goes. Yeah, because I'm pretty sure that even you, from time to time, after you finish your painting, you're like, ah, oh, what the fuck am I?
0: Oh yeah.
1: <laughs> paint. Uh, how can I call it? Uh, let's call it like that. This is your name now. Right. My paint. And it's not because of what you did. It's just because you're not sure what you just did.
0: Right. Yeah. Now, I
1: think something that's still uh, hiding I... from you.
0: I yeah, I know what you mean, but the, to me that's the exciting part of it. Is that yeah. not knowing. It's like when you could you want when you surprise yourself as an artist, that's like the biggest charge I get. It's like wow, I can't believe, you know, I wasn't expecting to see that cuz you really feel like the artwork is manifesting through you and you're just like, you know, it's it's a cliche to say, but you're kind of like the conduit. And you're just letting this thing happen, and the and the thing is like alive in a w- weird way. It's like it's coming to life through your hands, but it's like it's almost like it's communicating with you telepathically how it wants to be, and then you're just doing your best to try and give it what it wants. You know, it's yeah. it's, it's a it's a way I look at it. It's a kind of a fun way to look at it. It's a mysterious pro- uh, process, you know. So,
1: yeah, but it's a cool process because again. Uh, my most favorite pieces I did, they are, they were just a matter of flow, you know. Yeah. It's just, and it doesn't matter if it was in clay or it was in zbrush, it was still just like, just the flow. It should go like that. No, I don't know. Yeah. And so worked. So, and uh, that's why I like to work without trying not to think about what am I doing. Yeah. Okay, actually. Because when I'm starting to think what the fuck am I doing, I usually come up with a pretty boring
2: stuff. Right. Somehow.
0: Yeah. Why? why. <clears throat> well, I think. Whatever you're doing, keep doing it. Cause I love your uh, stuff. I, I love your stuff. I want <laughs> to see more. Mind. I want to see the. I want to see your work. I want to see your work. Just continue, cause I'm. I, I'm curious as a fan. It's like I want to see what you do next. I'm excited about it. It makes inspires me and um. And uh, I love it. I love it. Thank you. You're welcome.
2: Well, I
1: I like your stuff just it's not just because you just said what you said <laughs> so you know just so you know I love your stuff
0: oh I appreciate it
1: like really because <clears throat> I can definitely say it for sure that uh, especially I remember it was a head face mm-hmm. it's called that you did for Cop Rock Gallery. Gallery mm-hmm. uh, wait it, it was a show uh, where you co- was
0: curator uh, right right yeah conjoined. Conjoined. conjoined yeah
1: yeah and there was uh, like this huge face and from time to time i I should look at this mm. kind of stuff just to <laughs> have some, you know, some, some, some sort of inspiration. Because still, I I look at you know uh, Ellen Williams
2: art, art yeah.
1: and at Polka Moda mm-hmm. art uh, when I like. Mm, fuck you guys I can't do like you but I like what you do and I want to do my stuff my own stuff in the way I can (laughs) yeah (laughs) you know it's a funny thing that uh, with your help uh Why it is so important for me, such people, you know, like you, like Paul, like Alan, is uh, with your help, uh, I'm trying to develop myself, you know. Uh, I'm not trying and I don't want to copy your
0: stuff. Oh, yeah, I understand.
1: I cannot copy your stuff, but with your help, I somehow...
0: Jim. i understand what i know exactly what you're i know exactly what, i know exactly what you're saying it's like we all it's like the you know paul and alan all these people all the people i have on the podcast really like we're all kind of inspiring each other you know to make ourselves better in our own unique way
2: somehow
1: it- It's still, it keeps growing and growing and growing. So it's not on this one line. Like everyone did his best and that's it. We are just kind of starting to (laughs) degenerate. And it's still working, you know. I don't know how it does work but it's still working because i see i see what you do i see what paul do and i see what alan's doing it still keeps growing yeah and it's cool it's yep. really cool
0: yeah it makes life worth living i think it's one of one of the things that makes life worth living for an artist i believe you know um for me anyway
1: Uh, For me, definitely, because I don't have anything else.
0: Well, you know, I think we (laughs) all—I think art is all. We're all—it's—it's our.
1: At least how we understand it, you know. Right. It's not a job. Right. It's not a fucking job. It's just a life. Yep.
0: It's a yeah. Absolutely. It's who you are. It's who you are. It's who we all are. Mm Well, I'm going to let you go because, you know, I think it's pretty late and we've gone an hour and a half and uh, I don't want to keep you up all night. But, man, I really enjoy talking to you. I really appreciate you taking the time and coming on the show. People are going to – I know there's a lot of big fans of yours in the Dark Art Art Society community and the listeners. So people are going to be excited (laughs) to hear your thoughts. So thank you. Uh, Thank thank you you.
1: Uh, <clears throat> thank you for uh, giving me uh opportunity to talk with a uh, legend <laughs>
0: thanks <laughs> <laughs> I uh, you know I, I uh
1: yeah so
0: you're a peer as, you're a peer as far as I'm concerned yeah
1: you know, i I have uh this this girl uh who um, did uh tattoos mm-hmm. with the eyes for me and uh, She knew about you, you, I guess, even before me. Oh, wow. So, yeah, yeah, and she is a really big fan of your stuff.
0: Oh, cool, cool.
1: No, so in Ukraine, there is a people.
0: That's amazing. That's amazing to me. (laughs) It's so cool. Who
1: are fans of your art, so.
0: That's amazing. Well, next time you see her, t- tell her I said hi and thank you.
1: Okay, I will. I will definitely. I will.
2: And I
0: appreciate it. And the
1: her. next thing uh, I want to say, and that's my, I don't know, that's my fucked up and okay. uh, Finish words. And uh, just I want to meet with you in person. Oh, yeah. Like, so bad.
0: Oh, and yeah. And I will.
1: Yeah. Just so you know. Before I die, I will meet you, bastards.
0: You you come to L.A., and I'll take you all over the place, and we'll meet all kinds I of... Will,
1: I will. That's my goal, because I want to meet so many
0: people there, and, yeah. I, and I will. Cool. So I look forward to thank, it. I look forward to thank it. Thank you. Yeah, well, t- t- let's tell everybody w- goodbye. Tell the listening audience goodbye. Say goodbye, audience.
1: Goodbye, listening audience. Goodbye.
0: Goodbye.